Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. Fuck the Ukraine-Russian war. <laughs> Jake wanted to know how we'd fit that in here, and I was like, let's just play it cool and just go whenever we want. Yeah. So this is a podcast about movies, TV shows, and video games. But I think it's almost impossible to ignore events that are happening in the world. So we're going to go ahead and get what we're feeling off our chest at the moment. Vladimir Putin, you can go ahead and suck a big old bag of dicks yeah. in invading a sovereign democracy, trying to take it over because you value yourself as some kind of modern day Russian czar. You fucker. And I'm sorry. I know we've had a few downloads in Russia, and but your president is bad. Well, they I, probably agree. <laughs> I hate him. You might be one of those 6,000 plus people that have been arrested so far. It's just absolutely a tragedy looking at what's what's been happening. It's really hard to to do one of these like podcasts where you're supposed to do something funny and say something. Be like, oh, fuck that. Look at Jared Leto being a vampire in a movie that I don't like. But Jared Leto is probably on some <laughs> kind of fucking a hippie vacation right now and comes out and be like, Ooh, there was a war here. We're not playing here? in Russia. What's, what's going on? What? I'm totally uninformed. Yeah. Fuck Jared Leto and fuck Putin. It just really heartens me to see the response to this from an international community where they're just like, you know what? We can't, we're not going to send troops into Ukraine because we're still afraid of World War Three because you were like, hey, we got nukes still. Just want to remind y'all we got nukes still, which is definitely in the back of my mind. But just just insane to see what we're having, just civilians being killed, but also the heartening images of ordinary people standing up to an invasion of their home country. (laughs) But you also have to recognize the fact that there's probably ordinary people who've gone to war and are just following out orders. Don't agree with it, but maybe they don't either. I don't know. Perhaps not. I think that... um, Again, at, at time of recording, that Russian invasion is not going the way that it planned. So, That's right. Fuck, boys. When we talk about the things that we've watched and interacted with this week, honestly, that's probably the thing that I interacted with most, which is sitting and watching the news and just kind of educating myself on the situation. I was aware of the previous invasion, but I, we, my, me and my fiance, we, we did go back and watch what happened when... Uh, the events that led up to the last in Russian invasion in Crimea and uh, in eastern Ukraine. And uh, let me just tell you, if Putin had watched any of those documentaries, I think he would have realized they are not people to be fucked with. They're not going to lay. They're not going to roll over and die. 
That's kind of like patriotism. I really feel like those people in Ukraine have really adopted that. But also, I understand the mentality is we are all we have. So they are hunkering down. And, you know, a lot of times I'm comparing this to sports, but a lot of times whenever the chips are down and you're forced to really um, be there for each other, that's usually whenever a team is a championship team and defeats the other people. Um, so there is, I don't know, there is probably pride in what they're doing. And um, I think we stand strong with Ukraine. And I think Ukraine's going to win this. Or maybe not so much win this because I don't think anybody's going to be a winner from this. But at the same time, I think Russia's going to stand down and Ukraine's going to go back to the way they were. It's just a shame that you look at something like this and you're like, I hope that maybe this just goes bad enough that Russia gives up, which is where sh- Putin gets assassinated. That's what we're really hoping for. Or any dumb motherfucker <laughs> who follows behind him is like, yeah, let's uh, do this the same way. So someone who's maybe if bit- you believe that, go fuck yourself and kill yourself. You dumb fuck yeah. a bit better and maybe a bit kinder. That's really, that's really all we can hope for. It's, it's a depressing sort of thing. The world sucks enough to think about. It's crazy to think that I've been playing a game where it's a thousand years after the world has ended and things are going along. It could be, but yeah, (laughs) don't do it. But just to think about the, the fact that it's a thousand years after uh, the world ended and things, people are getting along a little bit better than they are now. Um, well, if you think about it, like a thousand years from now, like in the past, people were still doing the same dumbass shit. We're going to be the reason that our extinction happens. We're already the reason that multiple extinctions have happened. We certainly have the ability. We are the scum. We have. We're the virus. <laughs> we have developed a way to kill each other faster than perhaps any other point in human history. And it's perhaps remarkable that. We've made what seventy years since the last time, and uh, and nuclear weapon was was used in an active war against another country. If I'm just being honest, <laughs> completely honest, before coronavirus, you know, people would go around and be like, "We just need a plague. We just need a plague." And here we are. We got it. And then now that's, you know, people are like, "Whoa, let's retract from that statement." But pretty much, if it just attacked the people, it sucked. That would be great. Could we get a disease that would just attack the people that suck? Yeah, it's subjective, but at the same time, there's some people who are just outright just suck. It's perhaps no redemption for some of these people. I would say the autocratic leader of Russia, who's been pre- who again, they just amended their constitution to make him president for life, basically. Yeah. When I was reading about Russian history, it was interesting to see that Putin stepped down for four years to not be president. So in their constitution previously, you could be president. You couldn't be president for more than two consecutive six year terms. Uh, so he fixed that by making himself the vice president for six years before he took over again. <laughs> so really, he's probably pulling the strings real from behind. Real big of him to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, you know what? Go fuck yourself, Putin. Yeah. That didn't mean anything to you because I'm just some fucking yank. I know you've got plenty of money. Dick fuck. But you know what? You're not president of the International Taekwondo Association anymore. That's right. We know know kickboxing. We finally hit you below the black belt is all I can say. And we're going to keep doing that. Our small ass podcast and every other podcast and every other country in the world. Switzerland. You know what? 
Switzerland didn't take a side during the Nazis in World War II. They said what you're doing is bad. So I just think like fuck the, off. <laughs> in the words of Glenn, Glenn Danzig from the Misfits, my come be your life source. The only way to get it is suck. Oh, fuck. Basically, he's talking about jerking off on JFK's grave. But I'm just saying that for Putin. Yeah. It's a little ex- extreme for our podcast. Hope it doesn't get in your eye. I hope it does. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't get pregnant. Fuck Speaking of you. that, let's go to something a little happier. I went to. What's our first news source? I hope it's significantly happier. Well, so I went to the doctor and my wife is having a baby. So I just saw our child inside of her vagina. Probably the uterus. The but uterus, yeah, it was very interesting. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to go whole doc. Uh, we don't have anatomy. to go whole doc, but I will tell you. Oh my god! So they <laughs> they stuck her with. So they're taking samples of her blood, and then after they stuck her, like usually we don't tell people this. Like they didn't tell her until she was stuck. They're like, yeah, we take nine vials of blood. Nine. Nine, nine. vials of blood. That was probably the craziest thing. Yeah, we saw like the. Ch- the whatever inside my wife but it wasn't like anything like a child and i also feel like there's a weird stigma that follows people who are like yeah i have children so i'm ready to be a part of that stigma is there i think so it's kind of like saying you're married you know people are like maybe you just get used to it maybe it's just me i don't know maybe it's just both of us getting older and experiencing <sighs> gross major life events yeah and you know what Ryan? you're about to have a kid in what two weeks no <laughs> <laughs> ryan i'm a little bit tired of living through major life events i feel like we've had a lot of them in the last two years i feel like i'm going through one right now <laughs> one that i brought on myself stuff that, yeah exactly the it's war not on like ukraine. the world brought on <laughs> yeah i brought the war on ukraine you did that <laughs> yeah i went to canada i was like hey putin yo Let's do it, boy. Canada and did that. Interesting. Yeah. That you yeah well, that, I mean, that's the only way I could. I could, according to Sarah Palin, I could just yell across the uh, ocean to Russia. I could see him right out my back. Right. She said Russia's on my doorstep. And then she said a bunch of other dumbass shit that also didn't make any sense. Russia's so. on my doorstep. I can defend that because it's just kind of like maybe that's more metaphor. Yeah. It's probably a metaphor. Like the Aleutian Islands just like way out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or yeah. the Illuminati. Yeah. The Illuminati Islands off the coast of Alaska. They go pretty far out there. Amen. All Still right. not that far out there. They're not on they're not close to Russia. Um, yeah, Ryan, again, congratulations on your conception and your I had sex. There is no congratulations. <laughs> yes, you have sex. Good job. Of, there's a lot of congratulations because it means that you're good at it, I'm assuming. Oh, I'm great at it, Jake. <laughs> So, so you're welcome everybody that listens to this podcast just line up to dap ryan up for his good sex having skills i'm a good sex man i have a lot of sex moves <laughs> show me your genitals your genitals show me your genitals your genitalia yep you did it man so we're we're all really proud of you and thank you just, i've been doing it into a toilet and into toilet paper and keep on keeping on is what i was gonna say <laughs> oh yeah 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 I'm sure when i should jump in but i think it was probably about 10 seconds too late. <laughs> yeah well you know i've been jerking off for years and it's just been something that 
I've been given yeah. the ability to do. Thank you. Maybe this is a bit of a different intro to an episode, but I don't, I don't apologize for it. I I stand with the people of Ukraine and also Ryan being uh, being the father to be. Those are two things that have happened. One is good. One is bad. And again, just to clarify, the invasion of Ukraine, <laughs> definitely the one that I think is bad. Okay, good. I was going to check. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Definitely the, definitely the one that is a bad thing for the world and that I'm not in favor of. Well, who weird. knows? If I have a child, it could be like the Omen or like Firestarter no, or like Rosemary's Baby or like positive vibes from here on out. True. Ryan, what's our first positive vibe news story? Please I see tell dead me people. It's not Deadpool. It is Deadpool. Fuck! Deadpool 3, Ryan Reynolds teases updates. But guess what? When these updates are not now, they're soon. So Disney, That's not an update. And so, you know, we got this Doctor Strange shit going on. Some people are speculating that the Doctor Strange new movie is going to open the multiverse, bring in what they have to, close the multiverse. Right? You got to go to the peak and you got to down how do you introduce the mutants they've been around for a long time there's a lot of peaks and valleys in their powers how do you bring that in immediately oh, Patrick stewart voiceover um patrick stewart has gone and said my bad y'all that was me <laughs> until <laughs> which everybody's like well no was, yeah, shit we, sherlock we, we got it yeah but that was definitely your voice it was definitely the back of your bald head that was like I did not have sexual relations with that woman. That wasn't me, man. Comment on the camera. Wasn't me. <laughs> Just every lie that we've ever been told. And yeah, this is like a smaller, like more like simpler lie. But at the same time, we all fucking knew it was Patrick Stewart. We all knew he got a blowjob in the Oval Office. Yeah, he was smoking a cigar, put it in somebody's vagina and just made it happen. <laughs> So Deadpool, they're teasing it. Um, and Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds have also teased that there's some kind of something maybe happening. So maybe we'll see that in Multiverse of Madness. Maybe it'll be a quick cameo enough to be like, ooh, ah. Oh, you think we'll get H. John Benjamin in the Multiverse of Madness? Madness? I think we're going to get... What if sexy they're, burger. What if they're like butt fucking each other? What if that's just like the scene in Doctor Strange? With himself or him and like... like he, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. I think that's a bold artistic choice, but I'm in support of it. I am too. Why can't there be gay characters who are Australian? Two Australian, Ryan Reynolds, two Australia, two famous Australians. Number one, Ryan Reynolds. Number two, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Number three, Nicole Kidman. It's a cuck. It's, she's cucking. Yeah. You cucking, bro. Yeah, it's a complex relationship they've chosen to explore in this one, but I'm I'm in favor of it. I'm glad that Ryan Just Reynolds was Australian actor Ryan Reynolds was bold enough to go on record and he identifies with that there, now, along with famous Australian actor Sir Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yep, there's a banging out and some giant orgy. Um, so <laughs> oh no, I just accidentally like the Morbius final. Trailer. Uh, Can so, I unlike it? I'm you really should unlike it. So, <laughs> Russia, <laughs> uh, to the people of Russia, I have good news for you. Batman may not be coming, which is another one of our news a because a big blow to your local box office. That's bumming, but you could still probably stream it somewhere. Yeah, and that's bumming, and I hate that for the people that I like. Or would like over there, but the bad thing is, 
Morbius, Morbius isn't coming over there. No, they're, he's not coming you're not over there. not Morbius. Which would make sense if you're trying to make someone suffer. I think, so here is my personalized sanction. Which Give I, him the two sits, I reached out. I reached out to the Biden administration last night ahead of the State of the Union as a talking point, but they did not include this. I, I watched it. Mm-hmm. They did mm-hmm. not say this. Instead of sanctioning Russia by <clears throat> crippling their economy... Uh, I, I was going to sanction them by replacing all forms of media with just reruns of the Morbius film and nothing else. I'm telling you, we I'm, talked I'm tell- about this. I'm telling you, People if you have to watch great. just Morbius for three days in a row, that war would be over instantly. No, if like, people smoked weed, it'd be over. God. I just want to watch something that's not Morbius and be like, all right, well, you got to get your troops out of there <laughs> and then we'll talk and be like, okay, fine. I We've just, had enough. I don't want to see Jared Leto anymore. Be like, all right, see Jared Leto, you finally done found something your with your life. It's finding world peace. Uniting us for the we hatred. Use we feel you, for you as a form of cyber uh, waterboarding but you know what it worked so there's there's that let me ask you you have one bullet you can <laughs> either shoot vladimir putin oh no or is the other two people jared leto the the other person is jared leto who uh, are you gonna pull the trigger on well as much as i dislike jared leto um vladimir putin's never played the joker not even attempted it so Putin. <laughs> okay. So let's didn't just say Donald the, Trump is like didn't no. even have the balls to be the Joker. <laughs> Donald Trump didn't jumps even try it <laughs> in front of the bullet. Now you have to go down there and fight him. I don't have got to go down on him. You got to go down on him. I don't what is your do first move on him? Are you going to kick him square in the nards? Going to punch him in the face? Going to maybe kick him, sweep him? I. <laughs> I reckon I'm going to Jimmy tap him, call him a bitch. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. There you Jared go. Jared Leto's going to be cl- crying the two, in the corner. That's the, t- <laughs> that's the two of us solving world diplomacy. There we go. Jimmy tap bring every back motherfucker. The, bring him back the JTs, and we're not talking about Justin Timberlake. He's already been back. Yeah. You know what? Give people weed to smoke. You know what we should do instead of... Bombs that have nuclear weapons in them. Just put weed in it. Yeah. Bomb people with weed. <laughs> yeah. My God. Recreating the plot of the Dark Knight where we release <laughs> hallucinogens on a whole That's city. not a hallucinogen. That's just a relaxer. <laughs> <laughs> they had that big magnet. They're like, listen, we put a bunch of drugs in the water supply and we got this big magnet. We're running over the subway. Anyways, anyone's going to get, everyone's going to get high now. I'm Liam Neeson's. Hey. <laughs> Is there a problem with that? That should be the plot line for Pineapple Express 2. I'm There's Liam Neeson's international. There's a big magnet. <laughs> that was Liam Neeson's out there, and he is going to plot to bomb everybody with weed, and he does it. It's like this James Bond bullshit that happens. Boom. Everybody's high. And everyone has a good time. Hey, man, that's a movie I'm trying There's to watch. There's no reason. There's no guns coming out of a car. James Bond has consensual sex with someone who's half of his age. Multiple women. Yeah. The Which, thing that everyone wanted to see. The thing that everyone was just gearing up for for like penetration. They're like, I can't can't believe that like this James Bond movie's been delayed again. I, oh, I surely, thought you meant the penetration. They really should have shown penetration as long as we've been waiting. It's like 60 years old. Don't worry about it. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> Which reminds me, Adaris, um, Oma, who? Adaris, <laughs> Idris, 
I dare us. Knuckles. I dare us tell you. (laughs) (laughs) He is almost 50. And they were like, oh, yeah, he's in the running for James Bond. I was like, no, he isn't. I think he could have made a great James Bond. But 10 years ago, (laughs) I well, even five years ago, I feel like by now, if you were going to be James Bond, you would at least have two movies under your belt. Do you are you legally allowed to be James Bond after you've been in a Fast and Furious spinoff film? Probably. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I don't think they're going to pick him. I think he is he is right for the role. But I think his age is going to be a factor because he's like, let's say he's 50 because I know he's right around there. If you release a movie like every three years, he's only got three movies in him before he's 60. And how That's much fine. Get a new bond. You don't have to be bond for 20 years like Craig was. Craig. Yeah. Craig. 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 And day day. Craig Daniels. Well, I mean, Cra- I the creator of that, King of the Hill. At the same time, I feel like you got to be old. Craig Daniels, creator of King of the Hill. Yeah. No, it's Craig Daniels <laughs> because I've been watching a lot of King of the Hill. You know, Toby from The Office had a lot to do with that show, too. Um, I don't think that he's going to be the fit. You know who could be a fit, though? Would fit right in is that kid from um, The Kingsman. They didn't do a new Kingsman. Well, they did, but he was not the person um, who was like the King's man. I feel like he's young enough to be able to go for a while and kind of fitting for that. Taron Edgerton. Yeah. You looked it up and I feel like he's English, right? And uh, he's young enough to be able to make a couple movies. He's already done something kind of the same vein. Um you just have to make it a little less cartoony, I guess, to keep it in the same vein as the Bond movies. And I think he'd probably be entertaining. I think someone his age, I'm not saying that that he would be the right one. I think he's a choice, should be. I don't feel like Daniel Radcliffe could do it. I feel like Colin Firth would be a good Bond villain as well. well who's Colin Firth? Why am I recognizing that name? Uh, he was played King George in the movie where he had the King... The oh, he said fucking shit. Impediment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he yeah, was that, also that in the Kingsman. Be, right. The King's speech impediment. Oh, what? man. He was so great in the King's, uh, the Kingsman. Um, I really enjoyed him. Um, I. Is that a fart? That was actually my chair. Yeah. Okay. I can't think of anybody else. Michael. I'm thinking of English actors who I feel like it has to be someone different than a white dude, but Mark I just strong. Don't, that's a bald white dude. That's yeah. Who's also like in his fifties or sixties. Okay, I got a good one for you, Ralph Fiennes, who is old as fuck, dude. Get out of here with Voldemort. Samuel L. Jackson. He's not English. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me go down the kings, the Kingsman list of actors, <laughs> and until I find a non-white British actor. No. <laughs> just, just to clarify. I've been scrolling for 30 seconds. Well, I feel like it's been maybe a little less than that, but I, I told it. What if it's Jared Leto? What if we come back and Michael Caine is in this movie? Michael Caine is, is like Mark 90 Hamill? years old. Fucking Luke Skywalker is Mark in this. Hamill? <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a guy named Bimbo Hart. What about Peter Dinkage? Uh, he's not in The Kingsman. But he could be the next Bond. Yeah. So what I'm saying is the King's Man did not get very well reviewed. I haven't seen any of those. And honestly, it looks like it'd be interesting. Well, let uh, me throw- King's Man was a prequel where it was like World War One, and they have to fight Rasputin, I think. 
<laughs> Let me throw some names at you. I am actually looking at some. All right. I can't you wait. tell me yay or nay. All right. Um, Harry Styles. Fine. He was in that Christopher Nolan movie, which is a he weird. Didn't a do anything. Weird choice for your first acting role was a bit part in a Christopher Nolan movie. Tom Holland. Who's that? Get out of fucking town. I haven't seen anything he's in. Yeah, recently. Okay. Dev Patel. Great actor. Do you think he deserves that role? Yeah. Give it to him. Um, oh, they got the dude. Uh, what's his name? Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, that guy. He's a good actor. That would be interesting. Daniel Craig. Um, <laughs> Lashana Lynch. Not familiar with her. Um, she. Uh, yep. I'm just in quick reading because we're on here. Um, Clinton Murphy. I think Bill- he's probably too old. Yeah. Also, he has sexual relations with that woman, so he can't be James James Whoa. Bond. Whoa. Or maybe he's actually the perfect person for it. Uh, Michael Fassbender. Too old, but I think that he is a too, great actor. Too not English. I think he's a fucking great actor. He's a great actor. <laughs> um, Tom Hendelson. Tom Hendelson. Yes. As opposed to Tom Hiddleston. That's exactly right. Loki. Yes. Loki. Loki. I feel like he could be Bond, but I I don't know if that he doesn't have the swagger, dude. He could. I think he could do it. I don't think he got it. I think he could. He could be Loki. He could be Bond. I I think he. Yeah, a simple haircut. He could be Bond. Uh, Richard Madden. I don't know if you've seen the Internals, but he was like the bad guy in that movie. About Richard E. Grant. No. Too old. (laughs) Too old. Henry Cavill. What has he been? I was Superman. No, I'm thinking of he was the else. Witcher. I'm thinking of something else. Um, oh, and she's got mail. That's, That's the, the one. one. I'm thinking That's about. the one. <laughs> um, Tom Hardy. Um, uh, he's seen his face too often. I feel like Tom Hardy would be best suited in those movies as like a side character. I not a front character. <laughs> Tom Hardy is a great actor, but yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a single movie where he is the main character. And the, again, I want to remind the audience, this is a podcast where we've covered both of the Venom movies. <laughs> Cannot think of a single movie where Tom Tom Hardy. <laughs> what if Tom Hardy and Tom Holland were the same Bond movie? Never going to happen. What if Keanu Reeves was the new Bond? Never going to happen. No. No. I think he's too old. If they, honestly, if they did him like uh, ten years ago, maybe I, I, I feel like they stuck they stuck with Daniel Craig for too long, and I honestly feel like the last Bond movie was such a long time in the making. It felt like they it got delayed a million fucking times. That movie is supposed to come out in like when I was in the eighth grade. I feel like at this point, like it was so long. We will remind you that Jake had failed many times the seventh grade. I've never graduated <laughs> high school. <laughs> He finally made it to the eighth grade last year. GED. <laughs> um, yeah, I I feel like uh, he's I feel like he's too old at this point. I forgot who we're talking about. Mm. Who the fuck are we talking about? I dropped a little bit of beer on your thing. That's okay. That's a leather couch. It's I know. Can you hit it on pause real quick? Your- Guess what? We hit it on pause real quick. Guess what? I cleaned it up. Guess what? All good. Yeah. Guess what? Jake lied to us. Just like a NASCAR pit crew. He came in, 
four and a half seconds flat right up you're going right up i always come in four and seconds half a seconds flat for yep you can't stop me come wherever i want it's so fast you can't even articulate it i can't because i'm thinking about it and then i've already came Mm -hmm. that's how fast he is he could be ryan for the flash is my i'll flash you never (laughs) assaulted someone in a bar so you're the prime candidate to be the new flash in all of those dc universe movies where they're kind of connected but maybe not connected fuck Ezra miller is what i'm saying you never you never choked anyone in a bar <laughs> no maybe maybe he got a little frisky and decided to choke somebody I don't think it was i think it was an actual violent altercation oh was it it wasn't anything sexual where like maybe both parties were into it or it maybe was. they weren't into it it was just like a surprise be like mm. i don't think it was any of those things i think it was just a bad thing to do and something you shouldn't do <laughs> have you ever choked anybody during sex <laughs> Ryan, so what you were saying was the <laughs> lavender scent was That's a yes. surprising to you. Um, no, the fact that you told us last week that you were like, yeah, I would never blow my nose with toilet paper. I don't remember saying that. And there's no way like that anyone that. could ever go back and look and see what I said. I feel like that was one of the last two episodes. Somebody double check me. Yeah. <laughs> if you can uh, find that exact line of dialogue. We'll send you a fucking $25 Amazon card. Oh, shit. Well, I'm just going to fucking go find it and be like, give me $25. Put on my tab. And your name's not right. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to legally change my name. (laughs) (laughs) To go fuck yourself, Jake. (laughs) Go fuck yourself, Putin. (laughs) Jake Putin. Oh, man. That's not my name. (laughs) They call me Stacy. That's not my name. We... have done two items of news so far. <laughs> well, we knew we had to stretch the time. In a week where we knew we didn't have any no- news, nose, news. Um, Beetlejuice with uh, <laughs> two with Michael Keaton, Winona Ryder, reportedly being produced by Brad Pitt's uh, production company. We'll wait and see what happens. Michael Keaton's become a hot commodity recently. It's like he just stepped he's, out of nowhere and was like, hey, I'm still here. Hello. Brad Pitt's production company is called Plan B. So people are lining up at CVS like <laughs> they're like a hey, plan A felt yeah. hard. <laughs> Give me that plan B. Oh man. Um the Batman pulled from Russia, but we touched on that. Yeah, uh, exactly. No Batman, no Batman for y'all, but we will be providing Michael Morbius. No, we will not, because Dracula, that's also man. pulled for reasons unknown. Um Twisted Metal TV show to release on Peacock. Um It'd be interesting to see. I don't know how they're going to carry it over because I feel like that one's got to be dark and demented. And I don't think that the peacock is going to go dark and demented. They're going to try to make a real story out of it. Like there's a detective trying to figure out why this clown's killing people. Mm, boring. Yeah. Give me scary clown. Give me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me a fucking Russian invasion. Indiana That's- Jones five finished. Um, you know, doing their thing and recording it. They wrapped filming. They wrapped filming 14 years after Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls premiere. With Shia LaBeouf. Ryan, did you ever watch No Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls? No. you never seen that one? I haven't. Oh I heard horrible God, things. So I avoid. horrible movies. Yeah, that's why I avoided it's the so shit out of bad. it. It's so bad. It's so fucking... Shia LaBeouf is... Shia LaBeouf. Terrible in that movie. I don't think he's a bad actor, but he's fucking horrible in that movie. Harrison Ford, probably a little bit worse because he's just 
angry the whole time. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got to fight fucking Russians now. I got I a colossus to be big. Don't really know what year it is. <laughs> it's supposed to be in the 1950s ish slash 1960s. Turns out I impregnated a woman and I had a shile of beef about it. Oh, God. I know. And he's like, I want to be Indiana Jones. And he's like, shut up, kid. I'm going to guess Shia LaBeouf does not make it into this one. I think they literally <laughs> they retconned the last one where they're like, Shia LaBeouf is not Indiana Jones's actual son. And everyone's like, oh, thank God. The birth records were falsified. Yeah, they, they go to like fucking South America or somewhere. And they there's an ancient pyramid. And they put the crystal skull in it and the they turn into a- aliens and the pyramid rotates and they the, turn the, into aliens yes there's a rotating pyramid and crystal skulls that turn into aliens because they got to collect all the crystal skulls and they're like oh no they're aliens and then they're like the pyramids collapsing and they got to run away from it and then there's like this the russians are there too and they're like hey indiana jones and he's like hey fuck off guys you want to? I feel like you got to be on LSD to understand son. this fucking plot line. I watched it. I've seen that movie at least twice. Were you on LSD at any point? No, Were you I don't wish I was. <laughs> hey, it was a bad movie. I really don't remember it very well, but I just remember when they put all the skulls down and the pyramid rotates. They're like, oh, they're all aliens now because aliens built the pyramids. It was so bad. It was such a bad movie, right? <laughs> I cannot describe to you. Like, I love the first Indiana Jones and the third one is really good. The second one's not great. But the fourth one, oh my God, just one of the worst fucking movies I think I've ever sat down it's to so watch. bad it's Twice. great. Twice. So bad it's great. No, no. It's no. so bad. It's so bad it continues to be bad. It's not, what, it's not ironic. It's not funny. It's not a fun watch to watch and make fun of. You literally feel like someone's taking a, a fucking drill to your skull and it's like, hey, this is a good idea, right? And you're like, no, no, it's a bad idea. That's what it's like to watch that. That's what I would. That's how I would describe Indiana Jones for Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. Shia LaBeouf is my kid. Shia LaBeouf is that a kid that you want to admit to? No, no. He got a tattoo you for a movie would. that sucked. You never would. Um, he was creeper. Yeah, he was creeper. Creep, creep on creeping. He's still remember, creeping on women. I hear. Remember the tax collector? <laughs> I I try to forget that. Um, though he may He's have been the better in part in it. <laughs> he got actual tattoos for a movie he was in for 15 minutes. <laughs> that really never amounted to anything. What a dumb fucking decision from a dumb fucking idiot. Well, he, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> he was a trailer park boy or whatever that show was called. Movie was called Transformers. No, wrong one. The one, uh, <laughs> the one about his life. I can't remember what it was. Honey Boy. Honey Boy, not Peter Butter. Trailer Falcon. Park Boy was the. One. <laughs> That's the one right there. Um, so there's an all new poster for Moon Knight, which I think kind of looks cool. Looks creepy. It looks creepy. I imagine. Is this the villain? I'm assuming so. Or maybe, or maybe it's, it's Oscar Isaac. It yeah. looks like his eye. Is balls. He's got a uh, fuzzy blazer on and a tie. Maybe it's that plot blanket like my wife likes to wear. Yeah, that plot blanket. I call her plop whenever she wears it. A plop. Yeah, be like, yo, girl, what up, plop? I have completely misunderstood this. Um, Bender voice actor John or John DiMaggio, no relating to Joe DiMaggio, uh, will return for a new season of Futurama. Yeah, no way. The yeah. way that they got surprise, motherfucker. Back. That really sounds like it was a contractual. 
<laughs> dispute that they've very quickly because uh, people were like, "Nah, dude, that's weird to have Bender like, being somebody else." How could you get Futurama with not Bender? That's like, um, I don't know, having peanut butter without jelly, right? I can actually live without that. So, what would you put in a PB and J besides jelly? Uh, bananas. That's a good choice, but that's a different sandwich. Probably bread. Again, without the bread, I would contend. I would, you know what? I'm putting you can put any kind of bread there. You do not put bread on a PB and J. It's not a sandwich anymore. Technically, it's just just jelly sort and of amorphous mixture <laughs> that you're just re. I'm assuming taking your bare hands and mixing them together in a jar, and then glooping them out. You know what's really good? Chips on top of bread. Uh agreed. I don't know what chips would be your choice. Lay's salted uh, original potato chips in the middle of a PB and J, and you got yourself a real sandwich. I can dig that. I kind of like barbecue. Feeling really freaky? Put a kosher dill pickle spear in the middle of a PB and J. Oh God, dude! The acidity is really what sells that for you. I don't think it now would. that everyone has turned off. It's t- <laughs> yeah. Mm, that's like saying your lover's dad's name while you're banging each other. <laughs> <laughs> which i have done one time i told my wife i was like call me jeff and she was like i think we're ryan here. <laughs> and you're like you know what it's worth it yep you're it's welcome it. um jake I'm look back and remember this with fond memories be like, remember that time be like, oh, I don't, I don't no. <laughs> speaking of injustices in the world amc is charging extra for the batman movie tickets at theaters to which we were both like, what Why? the fuck, man? Why? Yeah. You want me to come see that movie, right? I am ready to see it this weekend. Yeah. But yeah, so if you're planning to see the Batman at an AMC theater this coming weekend, you'd be best be prepared to pay a little more than you're used to. AMC on Tuesday announced that the chain will be experimenting with variable pricing, beginning with Robert Pattinson vehicle. Robert Pattinson vehicle this week. In a statement released by the exhibitor, variable pricing is a model that's been in practice for quite some time in Europe, and they hope to slowly roll it out to its location stateside. Currently, our prices for the Batman are slightly higher than the prices we are charging for other movies playing in the theaters at the same time. It's not pandemic-related. It's definitely not that we, we've had a rough two years, and we're definitely trying to make some money back anywhere we can. Uh, popcorn is $10 now. Anyways, the Batman is going to be slightly higher. He said during AMC's earning webcast, he said all of those things. This is all quite novel in the United States, but actually AMC has been doing it for years in our European theaters. Indeed, in Europe, we charge a premium for best seats in the house for a movie everyone wants to see, as do all sellers of tickets in other industries. Take sports, events, concerts, and live theater, for example. He the Batman's running specify three hours. Just how much more variable pricing would cost, though a quick search seems to suggest a dollar or so increase for the latest film featuring the Caped Crusader, which I think is Superman's nickname and not Batman's nickname. Well, let me tell you that the Batman minus the credits is two hours and 47 minutes That's with credits. A long movie. Two hours and 56. Let me tell you about a longer movie. Morbius is one hour and 48 minutes. Oh, no. Um, the Spider-Man No Way Home movie was two hours and 28 minutes. It's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I felt like, yeah, I felt Spider-Man was longer than that, but it didn't feel like it. It didn't Maybe feel like it. because I liked that movie. Well, there's I nostalgia did. points to it, too. You're like, oh, there we go. 
I feel like it's very, very late in it that uh, you see Tobin Maguire. Tobin, and, yes. Good old Tobin. Then, and Andrew Jackson Garfield shows yes. up. Yes, <laughs> Andrew Washington Jackson Garfield. He was multiple presidents. <laughs> Take your pick. Um, and Jake, we also saw the new spot for... Um, Doctor Strange, which I'm very excited about. Didn't really see anything new. There was one thing new where it looked like we got more of a zombie. Um, Close up on zombie Doctor Strange. No, we saw that, but it was uh, Wanda. Wanda doing a meditation thing. No, I think she was a zombie in it. Mm, I think she's doing a meditation thing and then she was a zombie. She, so we're both in a grant. She was a, a zombie. Mm-hmm. Disagreements. She so we not be okay so that happened i'm just disagreeing for the sake of, <laughs> the sake of argument <laughs> perfect uh there wasn't a lot of difference in this excited about it um defender strange did you, um he's gonna be the zombie dr strange did you feel like this tv spot broke all the rules so that's what i was told and that's what i did not believe because i'm just curious what fucking rules are they talking about? I'm going to disagree with this hard. I think this looks like a standard Marvel movie trailer. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's any rules to be broken because if rules were broken, I feel like I'd be appalled because I'm a stand up citizen <laughs> and I would exactly. police it. And that's what you've come to expect from us at this point. If you didn't, I'll tear you. Ryan, we've all been hungry and it's time for the main course. That's usually what I say before I feed my penis the main to my dog cor- in peanut butter. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mm. <laughs> what would you expect? It wasn't. Yep. You know what? I don't, that wasn't what I was You expecting. ain't that straight, are you, boy? <laughs> I'd like to say I'm... De- disappointed and that my my tab just tab, fell tab into, just your went beer. into my beer but you know what i should be expecting it at this point uh, do you still have beer in your beer oh a lot well just fish it out make with my your, teeth while i'm no, talking make about. your mouth really small whenever you're drinking it be like okay <laughs> yeah just suck on that needle dick yeah just pretend it's a needle dick it's okay that'll be wonderful for the people that want to hear about aloy's adventures in the forbidden west oh yeah Let's like, yeah, get it's, a, down it's a great to game. It. And let me just tell you, <laughs> I've been sucking a lot of tiny dicks. What so I really good. enjoyed was the part where, <laughs> yeah, let's keep on slurping and sucking the big robot monster where she had after getting further in this, I, I don't know if I touched on this, but this, you can touch on this anytime you want to. 
This game <laughs> is so good. And I I don't I think that I never got the chance to really talk about how good the first game was. And I was a little bit concerned, honestly, when they announced there would be a sequel, because I feel like that first game had such a great mystery the whole time. You're wondering, you know, what happened to the world? Why is the world the way it is? And what you are eventually presented with uh, is something that's really interesting. It's not really told in a great sort of way, but the combat and everything you've done up to that point, you're like, yeah, I'm into this. And they have really refined a lot of those points to where you're like, all right, I'm kind of into this story as well. What Guerrilla Games have done in, in Forbidden West, honestly, it doesn't seem like a game where you're going to cry when Aloy gets tuberculosis and is slowly dying, dying towards the end of the game. Wow, okay. It's, so we're going to write her off already? <laughs> I see what you're doing there, but we're going to write her off already? It's, it's not uh, the story of Aloy and her adoptive daughter where they have to fight zombies and then one of them has to make a really difficult choice towards the end of it. Um, it's not her when she has to reclaim the blades of chaos and fight the different pantheon of gods. <laughs> it's not her. It's me. In North, North mythology. God, that was hard to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. The, the story in, its, in, in and of itself is not something that I w- it's interesting as a sci-fi read, but again, it isn't something that you're going to want to sit down and just binge over and over again. And it's pretty simplistic in its setup. And that's that the, this world has been ruined by people over a thousand years ago. Everyone that is a current human was born out of a project that there's a couple of people who have come out of the projects yeah, and they've done co- well for themselves. They've done well for themselves, Ryan. But the problem is that there's a man named Ted Farrow from Pharaoh Cybernetic Solutions. Ted always trying to keep the man down. Uh, and Ted, you know what? He's uh, he's three feet tall. He's um, he starred in that. There's two movies where he didn't quite look like a bear, didn't quite look like a stuffed animal um, alongside Seth MacFarlane. He did a bunch of swear words and he had sex with that grocery worker on top of the produce and Ted Farrow, basically what he did when he did that was fuck humanity out of <laughs> a future <laughs> and a lot of future knowledge. <laughs> um, but I hit, I've hit a point in the story of Horizon Forbidden West where I am fully invested in what's happening. You're dick deep. Everything that's happened up to this point is just, if you try to discuss it, it's just pure sexual fucking intercourse. S- it's nonsense. It's not sexual intercourse, isn't it? She's probably one of the most asexual video game characters there's probably been at this point. You think so? I think that some, from what I've read on Reddit, some people are complaining that she's not hot enough. Oh, God. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> that wasn't really the point of this game. Why can't it? she be a strong female who doesn't need to have sex with somebody? I think that's one of the things that I enjoy was that in that first, again, not in a sexual way, but in the first game, she was very unsure of herself. A lot of the point of that was that you're learning about yourself. You're learning about the story. In this game, she's like, listen, I saved the world one time. Get out of my way. I don't have time to explain this to everybody else. And a big point of contention is that she is she has friends that want to help her and she has to ask for help because she needs help. Oh, so you're saying that she's humble. She's learning it. 
So like I, like I have said, Ryan, as his eyes were glazing over about two weeks ago when I was explaining about Gaia, the AI that helped regenerate life on Earth and its sub-subordinates. Exactly. Still she, wondering what the fuck you're talking about there, guy. She finds it. She finds it and restores it and she establishes a base. And then Gaia is like, hey, I'm a black lady and I am in charge of restoring all life on Earth. And Aloy's like, that's awesome. What do we need to do? She's like, all right, listen, I can't really do it yet because you need to capture three other AIs and they're in ancient underground facilities. Like, damn, why you got to make me work so hard for this? She's like, listen, the first place you need to go, you need to go out to Las Vegas. <laughs> and she's like, what's a Vegas? She's like, I'm going to tell you. It's a place where people used to go in the desert <laughs> and gamble. And they're like, hey, even in fucking caveman times i can relate to that anything people have that's money people are have invented some way to gamble it away <laughs> can i get an amen <laughs> please a highlight of that game so far when you go out to what's left of las vegas that is a really cool part is it i does it look anything like vegas not at first okay. it's just sand dunes but you meet a uh you meet a guy from a local tribe he's like listen my grandfather went down on and your he, mom on your mom <laughs> and he finds um he finds a bunch of like projector lights and stuff and they call them embers uh and then they do something where they accidentally fuck something up and they all of the like the the fountains and stuff on las vegas they accidentally flood all these underground tunnels and stuff and so you have to di- you have to dive down underneath of there and fix it and that's where you get the the phantom menace style diving mask where you've got these big long like tubes hanging off your face, but you can dive indefinitely, and that really oh, cool. opens up exploration. Because it, as it turns out, this is a game where about a third of the map is underwater. No, you have stuff to explore underwater, swimming around. All right, but there's um, um, there's nothing to enemies. F- there's nothing there. to fight down there. You can't fight underwater, but can you, you can, hide? You can hide. Yeah. Can you get beat up underwater? Yes. Oh, so as I found out. <laughs> so basically, you are just a visitor down there, and I, the best you could do is survive with tact. Ryan, what I'm about to say is the most video game thing I think I've ever said on this podcast. I was a tribal woman with a deep breathing mask mm-hmm. diving underneath the ruins of Las Vegas, and I got eaten by a giant robot crocodile. Like most women out there. <laughs> Because I was, I just swam a little bit too fast and I got eaten by a giant robot crocodile. And how'd that make you feel? Bad. (laughs) A little bit frustrated. Oh no. (laughs) But uh, like I shared on the podcast story, some of the screenshots I captured from that particular quest line. Once you, once you restore like the power grid to las vegas and there's all these projections and stuff this guy that is out there salvaging is like you know what i think we're going to stay here and turn this into like an art show slash carnival where people all over uh present day america in the year 32,000, 3200 i guess they can come check it out check out the light show maybe they can play some games and stuff gamble play gamble some money i'm like I thought you're, you're getting they're gonna turn it into a mattress firm this yes <laughs> There was there was one line of dialogue I really liked where he's like, I saw or he's talking about the light shows and stuff. He's like, I saw the most beautiful woman I've ever seen and a lobster. 
what looked like the most delicious lobster I've ever seen. <laughs> so what you're saying is he had sex in that he's lobster. Really getting he jacked off underwater Brr. trying to find all these different yeah, just insane yeah. sorts of stuff. Yeah, can I tell you something? What's no, that? no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Underwater? Uh, That's the thing that you're opposed to. And I am not having sex with fish underwater. I'm not a motherfucking gay fish, okay? That's a crustacean. Motherfucking gay fish, gay fish, gay fish. You like <laughs> fish sticks? You're gay fish. Good old South Park. I love it. Uh, but yeah, that was definitely one of the highlights of this game so far was visiting that part where I was like, I think I had played some little bit dull side quests and I went back to a main quest story because I was like, oh, okay. I read, I read ahead a little bit. I was like, this is the part where you get the diving mask. I was like, so I need to finish this. I get the diving mask and I can actually go underwater and explore more. Classic Jake over here. I got more. I have to read ahead sometimes. I don't care about, I don't care about spoilers, but yeah, this, once you unlock that, this is just an absolutely stunning game. I, I don't think I've ever played a video game that looks quite as good as this does. Just from a design perspective, from the way that the machines look, the different tribal elements down to the UI and stuff, they have just absolutely perfected upon something that I really, really, really enjoyed the first time. And just the different species of robot, giant robots you're fighting. You have to fight a literal robot Loch Ness monster. I feel like you said Jobot. You have to fight Joe Rogan in this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good luck. He's on horse tranquilizers. <laughs> and he's just keep you shoot him with arrows a million times. He's still talking about ivermectin. And he won't stop saying the N word out of context. And it's just really. But he insane. apologized for that. He apologized. But still, he keeps doing it because he's like, no, I was actually trying to make a point about this. And you're like, oh, God, just. <laughs> it's kind of like Vinny from Jersey Shore whenever he tells his girlfriend at the time. <laughs> No, I didn't give my number to one girl. I gave it to two girls. No, you just I dig yourself trying, a hole. She wasn't a stripper. She was on uh, bottle service. She was, was a bottle girl. <laughs> yeah, duh. <laughs> I love when people try to make a point on something, and yet they keep fucking themselves over just hard. Make it worse. Yeah, just keep digging that. Try to find justification, but really not. There's no justification in the public eye. So uh, there's uh, there's a point in this in this game where you unlock a a base, which I feel like <laughs> happens so much further in the game than where it normally would. It, it's you play for such a long time, and I feel like this is really where the game starts. And this is the part where I had a minor panic attack, where I was looking at the map, I was looking at how many. Bases. things i hadn't completed and then i scrolled over to the part of the map that was still grayed out that i hadn't explored mm -hmm. and i was like this is going to be last me for a long time but that's okay it is okay but you go to a couple different tribes you have friends from the last game and you recruit some friends from this previous from this current game and they join you at the base mm -hmm. and my favorite thing is that so Aloy has a little piece of technology called the focus. She got that when she was a kid. She fell into an ancient ruin so she can see things differently. 
basically she can scan stuff and be like, oh, this is a robot where you hit it in the butt and this thing falls off and it's dead. Stuff like this. Stuff like this, Ryan. Okay. So really high-minded <laughs> sci-fi yeah, sorts well, of things. I, my face will probably tell you multiple things. As you said. But. Robot butt. <laughs> yes. Robot butt. This will fall off. And it's worth you a lot don't of money. have an anus. Worth a lot of money. They don't need to shit. Their their ass is worth a lot of money. They don't need. Man, they're yeah. like J Lo. Exactly. Let me tell you what, man. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. Somebody, there's a good photo mode in this game, so I'm gonna <laughs> tell you for that. All right. Cool. But, cool. cool. <laughs> um. My favorite thing is when you recruit people from these different tribes and they like, like in a cult, they're your friends, they join you and then you give them this piece of technology and they're like, all right, so you need to go talk to uh, like computer Whoopi Goldberg. She's in the other room. She's going to fill you on about is Whoopi Goldberg in this game. She's not Whoopi Goldberg, she, but she looks a little bit like Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> in what way? Um, her, She's black. That's racist. Her demeanor. The way her demeanor. She, and her face. What do you mean? Her it, demeanor and her face. What AI, Whoopi Goldberg do you know? She looks like they took a picture of Whoopi Goldberg and were like, what if we made it a little bit different? What is Whoopi Goldberg's demeanor? What is her demeanor? The way that she reads lines and delivers it. Okay. And, and on The View or on Sister Act or Ghost, which, by the way, is a great movie. Ghost. No, you can't get yourself out of this one. Yeah. Not that's that a great movie. I would advise maybe, anybody watch Ghost. Maybe Sister Act, but also a little bit of the Coming way that she discusses great. sci-fi concepts on various seasons of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Gingeration. Yeah, the gingeration. Are a bunch of gingers walking around. <laughs> She's like the only black woman and Irish a lot of Irish people on the Enterprise <laughs> like, this week. What is going on here? <laughs> All these pasty ass motherfuckers. Where she has to explain to them like all this, all this stuff, and you go, you can at various points you can go back and talk to them. So there are two people. There's one of your friends from your home tribe, and there's there's another person from another tribe. They wind up hooking up, and so they butt fucked. Don't I don't know, but I do know. That there are different like rooms you can open up in the base, and there's one you can open up, and they were like. The AI's like, oh yeah, the uh, Varl and Zoe were like, they wanted their own private chamber, and always like, brown chicken, brown cow, basically, and <laughs> they that wanted a sex. private, and it said private in quotation marks, chamber or whatever. So you're like, all right, they're definitely, they're definitely, and they're getting it on. They be fucking in San Quentin, and then he, you talk to him, like you go back, and there's various dialogue options. He's like, hey, listen. I was reading about some ancient old people stuff and I read that they used to give each other stuffed animals as gifts. I think that's disgusting. Why would anyone take a dead animal and present it as a present to someone else and think that that was a romantic idea? And it's little stuff. It's little stuff like that where you're like, you know what? That is romantic. That's actually kind of funny where someone takes, (laughs) they clearly don't quite understand. They're trying to learn something from an ancient time and they don't completely understand it. And I feel like if we were to go back a thousand years and try to read stuff that people a thousand years ago wrote, we would probably have stuff like that where we we just don't quite 
uh, get the full grasp of what they were trying to communicate there and are <laughs> taking the wrong message away from it. And we are like, what is going on what here? Are what has about? life become? This makes no sense. But I, I still stand by what I said last week, that mechanically, this is a fun-ass game to play. And it it really and truly is. You get a couple... You get a couple levels in, you get to unlock certain uh, areas called cauldrons, which are like mini dungeons. And after you beat them, you get to override certain machines and then you get them to fight for you, which is incredibly entertaining to watch. (laughs) Um, And it's the combat system can be a little bit wonky if you're fighting person to person. I'm thinking one of the best combat systems I've played is Ghost of Tsushima, where you have defensive and offensive weapons. And here you just kind of roll out of the way and then you got a spear, but you've also got your bow and arrow and you've got your trip casters. You've got your actual slings of frozen uh, bombs you can throw on people and machines. It There's just so many millions of different ways that you can approach things in this that just it makes it feel a little overwhelming but there's also just this comfort that kind of washes over me where i'm like this is the thing i'm going to be focusing on for like three months and it's just kind of once you once it clicks with you it's just kind of a a smooth brain sort of you just settle in and you just let whatever happens just just happen. <laughs> You're an inventory game kind of guy, right? I love an inventory management. Does this have any kind of inventory oh management? Oh my god, there's so much inventory in this. <laughs> there are, I think, conservative estimate, at least 80 different types of machines in this. And every time you have some sort of upgrade either it be an upgrade to a weapons pouch, a weapon, an armor set, basically anything you need a certain set of a part of a machine to, in addition to the money you have to upgrade it. So there's so many hunting missions where you have to be like, Oh, here's this giant fucking robot. And you've got to shoot off this one little tiny piece that you need to upgrade a certain piece of armor or get like, like more fucking berries in your pouch. So you gotta get these berries. Gotta get the berries, man. (laughs) Give me that beret. This extra piece from a machine. So you can get this armor or you can get a little extra, little bit of offensive power or maybe defensive stability yeah this is this is a game where there are a million things to pick up in this world and unfortunately and this makes me feel really bad where you have to shoot like squirrels and raccoons to survive well you need like a raccoon feather a raccoon feather raccoon hide and an eagle feather is what i meant to say but i just said raccoon feather an yeah animal it was like that raccoons does not have don't feathers. have feathers <laughs> to upgrade certain things it forces you to interact with just about every piece of thing that in this world that isn't nailed to the ground uh, that you're going to need to collect and trade in and for for anything at some point there are so many different systems and dialogue options and branching paths and unlockable things in this it is it is just an a bit of an overwhelming experience, but if you haven't played an open world game in a while, I reckon that this is, 
one of those like coats of paints that can get you into it. A lot of people, they look at something like this and you're like, well, I don't, I don't have the amount of time to devote to that. I don't, you know, I, I open don't a map lie to yourself. I see you a do. million things on a map and you're like, I'm never going to do that. This is one of those games where if you click with what it, the presentation of it, you can easily fall into it. You can play this game for 15 minutes and get something done and, and play it for four hours and get a million things done. It's just if if you don't gel with the the robot animal wrapping of it, maybe it's not for you. But it's definitely something that's for me. That first game I really really enjoyed, and I do genuinely feel like I said last week that Guerrilla Games takes what Zero Dawn laid down and improved upon a lot of those things. And Ryan, you've you've watched it. I mean, it's if nothing else, it's a really good looking game. <laughs> Yeah, I got really excited about this game because I was like, damn, some of the stuff that uh, I don't know, you know, what really blew my mind. If I'm I'm just going to bring it back is the fact that the demo was not <laughs> in the game based on what you told me. You said, hey, this is not in the game whatsoever. And I was like, are you kidding me? This is what they've been advertising on this game. You're like, yeah, it's not in the game. <laughs> make it make sense. So, yeah, that was definitely something I think came out in a couple interviews where there is a a bit where they had this state of play last summer. And there's this big sequence where Aaron, a.k.a. guy with mutton chops, gets captured and you have to rescue him. And he's like, hey, Aloy, listen, uh, these these people, they've overridden machines and there's some fucking shit you got to deal with. And you got to dive underwater. You got to do some really dramatic things to rescue me and, and beat these people that whole mission is not in this game that whole sequence makes is no not, sense <laughs> either it was a uh, creation just for the sake of a trailer and a demo or it uh, was something that they, they deemed wasn't worthy and got cut or it's dlc that we may see at some other point <clears throat> which seems weird that it would happen during the story but yeah, I don't know. Maybe if they go they, back and they do something extra. I don't if, know. If they if they follow in the footsteps of the first one, it's like a whole separate area that unlocks where it's kind of its own adventure. You just kind of go there and focus on it, and then that's the your addendum after you finish the main quest. But yeah, it's <sighs> advertising for this def, definitely worked. A lot of focus on like, oh, San Francisco, West Coast. If there's any area where this game falters, I think it's some of the environments are a little bland, but I think that's just because there's a lot of desert shit in this. A desert shit. Yeah, I don't like sand. I'm an Anakin Skywalker type where I, sand is coarse and irritating and it gets everywhere and I hate it. I hate sand. I can respect that. I'm because... going to murder some children <laughs> and not just not just the men and women, but the children too. <laughs> Stay away from any <laughs> child I have, you bastard. <laughs> it's, uh, if anything, that's maybe one of the, the nitpicks I have. Some of the dialogue isn't great. I mean, it's it's definitely better than the first one. Well, I was about to say. Aloy definitely talks to herself a little bit too much, especially anytime you have stuff that she's like, oh, I'm going to put this in my stash. I'm going to put this in my stash. Your stash, you can Like her mustache. I'm going to put this in my mustache, which you can ac access anywhere any settlements and stuff is extra stuff that is outside of your inventory you can just add that 
it's not necessary, especially if you've been playing this for 20 hours, you know, if you know, there's something that exceeds your inventory, it's, it's, it's in your stash. You get it. You don't. Mm-hmm. don't. Your mustache. Yeah. It's a real mustache ride, Ryan. Hey, you do. <laughs> as long as I'm getting you somewhere and riding somewhere. You don't need to be reminded of it. But um, if you haven't played this game, I don't think it's n- absolutely necessary to have played the first one. Just watch a YouTube video about the plot summary and you'll be right on. And how on terrible it. it may be. If you can't get a PS5, you can play this game on PS4. Then you're poor. From what I... You just have a job and a life is what I can say. Is that Jake, do you have a job? Yes. Do you feel like you have a life? Uh, no. You don't? So you have a PS5. Yes, yeah, sitting right behind me. Okay. So you at least only need one of those two. You need one of those, but yeah. Um, After that, doesn't even matter. What I was going to say is, from what I have read, the PS4 version of this is quite good and what i mean by that is that first one it really was probably one of the best looking games on the ps4 which blows me away to like five years ago to look back and be like yeah it was pretty fucking good and (laughs) what if there are two different outcomes for two different systems if it were a third party game i could see that but since gorilla's working so close with sony they really seem like they have squeezed every last ounce of performance out of a regular PS4 to get this to run on it. And from all accounts, like obviously PS5 is is better. It looks better, runs a little bit smoother. But if that's all you had to play it on, I don't think you need to wait to if you to wait to get a PS5. Like if you played the first one, loved it, can't get a PS5, go in on the PS4 version. It's a free upgrade if you are ever lucky enough to get your hands on a PS5. I I don't think you're missing out on that much. There's a few things with the controller that feel good. The higher frame rate for me is a big deal and the but if you're just looking for a fun robot hunting experience and a continuation of that story, you're not missing out on anything by playing this on a ps4 and i think that's probably one of the most like refreshing things to say about something like this it's nine years into a console's life cycle is that it's okay like at least for sony first party ones they haven't really sacrificed that much to get it to run on an older system and to be able to play like that that next game in the series and it it still be a fun and enjoyable experience that you don't have to immediately demand a refund for mm-hmm. uh looking at you cyberpunk yeah it, it's crazy to look at the difference in performance and the way that it, that whole thing played out and be like yeah this is three years later and it's it, it, it's fine like yeah it could be maybe a little bit better on like a more powerful thing but if that's all you have like buy it, play it, and you're you're gonna have a good experience with it, and you'll feel right in line with everyone else that's getting to go through this at the same time. I feel like I always have to ask you this, based on your experience with it now, Red Dead Redemption Two, or this game? Uh it's a bit of an unfair comparison because it's well, well it's which kind of you like, choosing? It's kind of like saying it's comparing like. um What's the best video game of all time compared to this? And how does it... it so you're saying the other game is a better game. Red Dead's a better game. Okay. Better writing, better world, better characterization. 
the combat isn't better. Well, you're shooting guns versus like probably melee. Yeah, you're fighting people versus fighting giant robot animals. Yes, people are dumb. Robots are fun. What sounds more like a video game to you? Being a pretend cowboy or being a pretend caveman lady with robot armor that gets to shoot bow and arrows and has a big spear and can... Uh, sh- shoot stuff. The robot, of, uh, yeah. the, not the robot, but the uh, cowboy man. Nobody's yeah. a cowboy anymore. Yeah, nobody's a. Cow- We're looking into the future, not the past. <laughs> Duh. It's it is a bit of a unfair comparison, but I feel like I all with big open world games, I'm always like, yeah, this is great. How does it compare to the best game of all time? In I always opinion? like to know. It's not as good. Perfect. But, so don't play it. Hate it. Zero out of ten. I've hated it. I've hated every buy a copy and then burn it immediately. Find your friends. That's what I'm saying. That's my review. Get a pile going. Burn it. Video it. Put it to YouTube. Show the world that you mean business. (laughs) Uh yeah, it's but if you exclude that, it's very fun. It's very fun to play, regardless of which console you have. Regardless of which console you have, a PlayStation 4 or 5. Will it be on the PC in a couple of years? Probably. <laughs> um, do they like money? Yeah. Yes, they, they do. They do. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a great experience. If you click with the first one, or maybe if you didn't ever go in on it and you've seen like the ads for this and you're like, that looks like fun, but maybe I'm a little intimidated. But I the, the demo one. is not really there, so... Everything you've seen is a lie. Everything you've seen is a lie. It's not worth playing. Don't even bother. Fuckers. Um, if you like white people with dreadlocks, there's a lot of this. Cultural inappropriation. Love yeah. it. Yeah, perfect. If you love. Sarcasm. Who did pick up on that? Uh, <laughs> I don't feel like hair is a cultural inappropriation, though. I feel like anybody can do their hair however they want. Fuck it. I feel like if you don't bathe, uh, maybe that's what your hair looks like. I feel like people take ideas from other people, Although, and that's just what makes the world itself. Every time you go to a different tribe, they call you flame hair because apparently gingers are a thing that are not common in this world. Uh, even though I think the person that you're a clone of, the lady that invented the whole, I'm going to save the world by cloning people and the robots and stuff, and all that's going to happen in a thousand years in the future. She had brown hair. She, you know, <laughs> they, you know, really, they really did her dirty by give, making her a ginger, a clone that's a ginger. A ginger also, Jake. I forgot to mention this. There's a second clone of you in this game. What? <laughs> An evil version? I don't know yet. She is a. So I talked last week about a little bit about how the introduction of this game. Do you and her get it on and scissor me timbers? (sighs) I know. I'm pretty stoked on that answer, too. No. Yet that I can that I can tell. But if I'm judging by the the tone of this so far, I'm going to say no. Um, This uh, you run into a clone of Aloy called beta well uh, okay i see where that's going yeah she's the second clone i guess and the whole opening uh tutorial section of this game you are in you're infiltrating a facility that's owned by a company called far zenith and in the first game you're like oh this company they in addition to the, the zero dawn stuff there's also a company that that uh they sent a ship out 
away from Earth to form a colony somewhere else, but it blew up. And they reiterate that point, be like, oh, yeah, it blew up. These people definitely aren't around anymore. You're definitely not going to hear them coming back into the main story in a couple missions. They're definitely not going to show up again. <laughs> Listen, or will they? They're definitely not going to be. They they come back. <laughs> they come back. It's de- the interesting part of this was they were she's uh, Aloy finds out that these are not descendants of people. They're the same people. They found some kind of technology that just makes them not die. I guess. So it's not descendants of them. It's the same fucking people that left Earth a thousand years ago. They're still back and they've got bad attitudes and they're racist and bad. And they're like, all right, well, we're going to come. It turns out we're the people that sent the signal. It's like, guy, listen, destroy all life on Earth. We need to fucking just wipe it clean so we can make the earth the way that we want it again. Yeah. I've got to love human beings. Yeah, man. Turns out they're fucking shitty. No matter which era history they're from, we whether the you know, scum. whether you know a lot of stuff or nothing, they're bad. It seems like <laughs> and it's, a, it's that constant friction. So we're, we're to the point where she is a clone that they just happen to have on board the ship. And she's like, you're talking to her. And I'm a ginger. She's like, yeah, you're a ginger. She's like, oh, fuck. Like, and she, there's one point where she's like, oh, well, we need to recapture this. And she's like, you haven't done that yet. Oh, my God, we're fucked. She has like a literal panic attack. <laughs> she's like, they're going to find me. They're going to find me. <laughs> and I was just, I actually laughed out loud a little bit where I was like, all right, good. Like this, <laughs> this part <laughs> where she's like, oh, no, you, you guys are too fucking dumb. You're never going to figure this out in time. Like, this, this is bad. This is bad news. This Would you say it's a stretch? <laughs> It's just, it's, she just escalates it out of nowhere. Like, and you can pick these dialogue options off of, like, you don't, they don't have to go in order. So it would be really funny if that was the first option you picked in the conversation. She has a panic attack and then you're like, we just met. Tell me about when you learned ABCs on the spaceship. And she's just all of a sudden, it's like, well, let let me tell you about The herpes that I contracted through deep space. It's like an escalation of something you never asked for. Fuck, this game is insane. Like, it's (laughs) insane that it's that, like, popular in Sony's marketing that is like, this is our big game that we're producing right now. Read up on the lore a little bit, and I feel like a lot of people can be like, oh, fucking like what Gaia and (laughs) subordinate functions and like it's all tied in sexual intercourses so this game doesn't have no nobody has sex in this it's only implied what I feel like people should have sex in this world it's not cyberpunk well how are you gonna have more people than uh, like robots well people be getting it on at, at some point you think so? They figured it out. I feel like they... No, I hope they would there's have. There's no robot stork flying there's, in the babies from... <laughs> you never know. Uh, I haven't seen that yet, but I cannot rule out that that's a possibility. Make clones, make orgies, you know? <laughs> that's the only way this you will win the fight. Yeah. Ryan, does this ever seem like something you would sit down with? I would sit down with this. Yeah, it fucks with this. <laughs> As the kids would say. Yeah, it's... It's a good one. I don't I don't think I can recommend it enough. I mean, it is not the greatest game ever, right? It's it's not the greatest written game ever, but.
but if you're if you exclude all that and you're like from a gameplay perspective really fun <laughs> if you don't skip nec- the dialogue if you don't play the game. need to understand everything about what's going on it's really fun to play well it sounds like you could just watch a youtube video of the first game yeah to figure that out it's so i bet you could do that old. for the second it's game five years old at this point i've seen people on Reddit like i just paid played through all of horizon zero dawn and the dlc i can't wait to play this one i'm like that is absolutely the wrong way to approach this same way when we were looking at miles morales being like going back to the first spider-man and then playing that don't do that first spider-man was best it's too it is but also it's uh too similar you're gonna get burnt out on the same sort of thing (laughs) over and over again like you don't you don't you have to to be really enamored by it really just because you you need a break there really really want to know what's going on just look up a video and if you want to know the plot jump in it's it's fine like (laughs) it's the same city yeah but yeah that's that's horizon forbidden west I'll probably be talking about it on game of the year in 11 months or whenever that happens. But it's a, it's a good one. I recommend it. I got to talk about it for a while. I got to gush over it. I promise I will, will never ever speak about it again. You are a liar. Ever. Ever. You just contradicted yourself. <laughs> How dare you? Where I said, I'm going to talk about it 11 months. And, and then said you I'll said, never no. speak about it again. Yeah. Who's to say I'm a real loose cannon, Ryan. Yeah, you're just loose. Video games are fun. <laughs> you're just loose. Uh, that's all I've got. That's all we've got. Next week, we'll be talking about Batman or Space the Force. Batman. Probably the Batman. Probably. More I than think. likely. <laughs> More than likely. Um, guys, if you've made it this far, do we thank you for listening. Please do share it with a friend. We appreciate that, and that will help us continue to grow. And eventually we're going to stop doing this. If you don't share with a friend, like this is, this is a warning. Spread this like there. herpes. Yeah. 150. For every person you've had sex with. Four episodes. Suggest it to that many people. Exactly. Suggest it to people we've had sex with. Don't do it if you're in a committed relationship. Do it if you're in a committed relationship. Who cares? Don't do that. Don't betray your partner's trust. You, that's not betraying anybody. That's just suggesting good things. Yeah, exactly. Be like, hey, I it's think. It's like, really- hey, brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Listen to this podcast. Be eating more protein. Listen to almost accurate podcast and podcast movies. It may help you find your true love. Yeah, it may help you point and direct something you didn't thinking about watching, or being like, I don't want to watch that, and listen to us talking about. Be like, I want to watch that now. Yeah. Or something you wanted to watch and be like, I don't want to watch that now. If you're listening to these guys talk about it, I'd rather listen to them talk about it. Yeah. I feel like I my experience has been enriched more by listening to it rather than watching it. We'll do all the work for you. That's Come on back. That. We do Come that. Come on back. We play games you don't want to play. We play games you want to play. We've watched stuff you wanted to watch. We've had sex with people you don't want to have sex with. We've watched some really fucking horrible things and talked about it for a long, long time. So you to spare you the misery. <laughs> That's what we're all about. That's what we're all about on this podcast. We're all about sneezing and blessing each other because it really bothers me when someone doesn't say bless you after someone sneezes. You never said bless you. I turned off my microphone, so. Well, uh, thank you for clicking it back on. That's really some forethought on your part. I try. Well, bless you one more time. There we go. Get one more free one. Nope. I don't need it. (laughs) I'm an independent, strong black woman. 
Guys, thank you for listening. Uh, as we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. 99 bitches! Until next time, folks. Peace! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.